Oh, good day to you all. I see it's cold and snowing out there. Why don't you come in? Kick off your boots and sit by the fireplace with a hot cocoa. You haven't missed a thing. We're just about to start this week's Wolfstag. Do you like rock music, by the way? And know we're about 100 years too early. It's Michael, Wolfstag, I'm back. It's the first week of December. Can you believe it is the last month of this year already? It's it's knocked me for six a little bit, I can't lie. This year seems to have absolutely flown by. But hey, new starts, that's what it's all about. So, first week of December, Christmas trees are going up. I know mine is, that's already done, that's already boxed off. Got plans for Christmas, got things I'm going to be doing. I've got presents to wrap. They've all bought. I think I broke the back of the Amazon delivery driver. I know I shouldn't buy them all off Amazon. Right, because I know you're going to get judgy now and say, you'll be putting money in the hands of Amazon, but it's preferable to walking around the shops all day. It really is. Sitting in the comfort of your home, pressing a button and having them all sort of pop up on your doorstep. So I've just got to wrap them now. And they're all looking at me mocking me because they know it's going to be hard work but I'll take an afternoon or an evening I'll stick a Christmas film on I've got two that I go to and if you're a long time listener of this you probably already know which two they are National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and Scrooged you can't beat a bit of Bill Murray Uh, certainly not a Christmas so they're my two go-to films and I like a little bit of White Christmas as well to be honest with you a little bit of Bing It's not Christmas without a bit of Bing Crosby, is it? So, welcome to this week's show. I have got lots to talk to you about this week. So, um, settle yourselves in, sit down, pull pull up a footstool, grab a hot chocolate or a or a cup of tea or a coffee, maybe a beer, maybe a little dram of whiskey, or whatever is your libation of choice. Sit back. Let's start, shall we? So we did. I put my decks up this week. And I know some people say it's a little bit early, but I'm not the earliest. I'm driven around town and there's people putting their decorations up way before me. And they're, they're hanging lights from the house and stuff like that. Honestly... Do you know what? It, it, some places look like Blackpool Illuminations. It's uh, it's mad, but it's lovely to look at as well. But isn't it weird? Right. Christmas trees. I've been thinking about this while I've been building it. Isn't it odd? Isn't it properly, properly weird that for one month, or less than that, depending on 
who you are. Some people only put it up for a couple of days. But for, say, a week, two weeks on average, you bring a dead tree into your house. What's going on with that? I don't remember that in the nativity story. Gold, frankincense, myrrh, and has anybody got a spare corner for that big dead tree? Because I don't want to keep it outside. While we're at it, can you make it look a little bit prettier? Can you wrap it in tinsel and hang balls off it? And while you're at it, can you shove a fairy on top of it? A fairy? Yeah, a fairy. Isn't that a bit pagan? Shh, shut up. It's Christianity. It's fine. Fairy. It's not a fairy. It's an angel. It's a star. No, it's a star. Put a star on top of a tree. Stars belong in the sky, not on top of trees. You know stars are massive big balls of gas, don't you? Hydrogen, stuff like that that's burning in the sky. Bigger than the sun, usually. You want to put one on top of a tree, really? Oh, no, it's absolutely fine. We'll put a star on it, and we'll put some tinsel around it. What's tinsel? Little bits of glittery metal. Because nothing says Christianity like little bits of glittery metal. Oh, really? Yeah, and we'll put some lights on it, and we'll hang things from it. And then we'll put presents for each other underneath the tree. We're not just going to give each other presents. No! They've got to live under the tree. Right. How... What other time of year? If you went home now to your partners, it's the middle of summer. Right? The sun's cracking the flags. You think you're going to have a bit of a spring clean or a little bit of a redecoration. You know, in the summertime, let's throw all the windows open, throw all the doors. You know, you hoover your carpets, you clean. You might get yourself a new set of furniture. Nice three-piece suite. Or maybe one of those lovely corner units that you can get. Fantastic. Maybe a bit of new art on the walls. And you turn to your partner and go, it's lovely this. Got the nice widescreen TV on the wall over there. Nice music centre, voice controlled. That's properly good, isn't it? Look at this plush, comfortable furniture. Lovely cushions we can throw on. Mood lighting. So beautiful. I think we've done a really good job here. That wallpaper you've hung there, that's fantastic. There's something missing. What? That corner needs a big dead tree. Do you think? Aye. Yeah. Move the budgie cage over. Big dead tree. That's what that needs. Something that's going to shed. Something, you know, on the new carpet? Yeah. Pine needles all over the floor. That's what we need. It's weird. It's weird. We lose our minds at Christmas. It's, it's properly, what is going on that, that we decide for one, you know, month out of a year, we, we bring a massive tree into the house. I don't get it at all. I love it. I'm not going to stop doing it because it's Christmas. It's what you do. But it's, there's, there's weird things that happen at Christmas, right? That's not the only thing that's weird. Carols, right? Carols, hymns, right? Not not your nice sort of like Christmas songs, not your bit of your Michael Bublé thing going on, right? And I know, I know someone's kind of shouting at the <laughs> their Alexa right now. No, Christmas carols, which are dressed up hymns, which I never understand. Musically and lyrically, they are the oddest, oddest thing in the world. Right, For one, you don't have an intro music to start you off singing. But if you do, there's a pause. Right? Ding, 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 ding. 
and then they stop and they expect you to start singing when the music starts again. So everybody's looking at each other. Right, are we thinking it now? Is it now? Do we go now? Do we wait for them to start? No, because when they start, you've got to sing. Okay. The first Noel. Oh, and then, right, you do your first verse, and then what do you do? They stop right in the middle of the song. Right, there's no other music out there that stops mid-flow and, and just then gives it a few seconds of penis needs a rest. Whew, hang on, rest your fingers there, love. That's it, okay, we ready? And again we go. Right, and not only that, lyrically they don't fit, right? Now, I love a carol, I love a Christmas song. I am all over Christmas. I am... Mr. Christmas. My middle name is Christmas. But the first Noel, right, is the weirdest song ever, lyrically. You know the one, Noel, Noel. Right, that one. There are certain lines in that song that require you to elongate words to make them fit, and not everybody knows words to elongate. So, right, here's the line. Right, here's one of them. It's just one of them. It's just one of them. This star drew night to the northwest. This star drew night to the northwest. No one know. Do you do you do night drew Can someone go away, rewrite it, make it fit? take all the gaps out and all they've done they've recorded it they forgot to edit they've just put it out there in it's and it's kind of like it's in its base form haven't they someone needs to pull it back write some little bits of music in between something that gives you a little bit of cue when to start again and then we can sing it and we can stop guessing Anybody been watching I'm a Celebrity? I haven't. I don't particularly because I'm, I'm really quite squeamish when it comes to people eating weird stuff. I'm not I'm not into that. I don't mind... Well, right, okay. I'm okay with animals, right? I'm not okay with them being used for entertainment, so I'm a little bit uncomfortable with some of the things that they do with, with the animals that they, they put into the camp. I kind of... I'm on Chris Packham's side with this one. It's... I don't think they should be used for our entertainment in that in that respect. But it's all stuff that's driven from people's fear. I'd be okay with the snakes. You can cover me in those, not an issue. Rats, bring them this way. Absolutely fine with that. But it's the creepy crawlies I don't like. But do you know what? I've kind of figured out that... Do you know what? We call them creepy crawlies right insects they're insects aren't they and they have other latin names that go with them as now as well but we call them creepy crawlies and i think that name doesn't help with people's fear of them does it you know creepy crawly ugh, nasty so i've decided to so people can get over their fear of of, of insects and creepy crawlies we need to rebrand them Right, they need a bit of a marketing exercise now, and we need to rebrand them, and we need to make give them a better, you know, a happier name. So I'm thinking that maybe we start calling them something like Springy Clingies. 
Doesn't that sound better? Because they can be a bit springy, right? Like spiders, a little bit springy, a bit clingy, because they hang on to things, right? Or how about we call them funny runnies? Because, you know, they've got like lots of legs and they can run across the floor, funny runnies, right? Or dancey prancies, right? So I'll look at that under that rock over there. There's some dancey prancies. Where are they? Right next to the springy clingies. You can't see the springy clingies. Well, did you see those funny runnies running past? Yeah, they're right by there. What do you mean you didn't see the funny runnies? They're big, they're massive. Do you not see them? They must have brushed against your leg. You know, right before you were, your attention was caught by those wiggly gigglies. <laughs> That's it. The wiggly gigglies were on the floor. We watched the funny runnies run past. They ran away from the springy clingies because they were looking for the dancy princes. We'd all be so much happier, wouldn't we, if we called them that? Go away, think about it. That's your task till next week. We're about midway now. A little bit about midway. So I'm going to have my rant of the week. And it's going to be a little bit lighter because it was a bit heavy last week, wasn't it? But something's really got my goat this week. Now, I love a cooking show, mate. And recently I've been watching MasterChef The Professionals. Don't know if you've been watching it. It's probably good. Some real, real talent in there. But you know what really annoys me? Chefs that say we. Oui. They're not French. They're not in France. They don't speak any other French words at all. Except for when the head chef says, Can you make sure that piece of steak is medium rare because that's what's been ordered? And the English person in the English restaurant where everybody speaks English goes, Oui? Why? Oh my word, it's so poncy, isn't it? Stop it. Just say yeah. Got you. Check. That's fine, chef. On it. Anything. Oui? Oh. Is it just me? Should I be annoyed by stuff like that? Or am I just sort of like being overly sensitive? Why don't we have other words? Why can't we say, yeah! Yavol! Maybe if we shouted that in a restaurant, we'd be a little bit quicker getting your food out. Yeah! That's the same good. That's my GCSE German coming out. That's all I remember from GCS, GCSE German from the classroom. Yeah, that's the same good. And a phrase my dad taught me. He said, if you, he said, you can forget all that. You don't need all that rubbish to teach in the classroom. The only thing you'll ever need when you go to Germany is five gross beer bitter. What's that, Dad? Two large beers, please. Brilliant. Fantastic. Zwei gross beer bitter. Danke. Das ist sehr gut. Yeah, but stop saying we, chefs. It, it's probably... Oh, yeah, because people like me are sensitive. I am going to do a little public service announcement now. Right, it's getting properly cold out there, isn't it? Right, it's it's cold weather, it's freezing. And if you're driving of a morning, you know what it's like. It's a bit of a nightmare when you've got to spend an extra 10 minutes defrosting your car. Right, make sure you do. Make sure your windscreens are all clear. Because there's a guy local to us got nicked the other week and he's got a 12-month driving ban. 
because he drove with frozen windows and it's just not worth it. Get yourself some de-icer or do that trick. Right, now someone said you can get a food bag and fill it full of warm water then you seal the bag up and you run it over your windows, which is pretty cool, but sometimes the bags burst. So you can maybe use a hot water bottle, something like that, fill it full of hot water and then just rub it over your windows. Less chance of your, your windscreens cracking, but just make sure that they're, they're clear before you, before you drive. I'm hoping one day though, this won't be an issue anymore. Right, and I was talking about this um, with someone the other week, right? So we're in the advent of new technology, uh, artificial intelligence and driverless cars. And, and one day it'll come, right? You, you will, your car will just take you where you need to go. So I was chatting to this guy about it and he was like, I don't like the sound of that. I really, really don't fancy it, right? But when you think about it, you wouldn't have to worry about your, your windscreens being frozen because, you know, the car knows where it's going. It doesn't have to look out of a window. But as I said to this guy, you're against driverless cars now. But in the future, you'll go to Liverpool and you'll have a skin full. And then you've either got to get on the train, if they'll let you on, because if you've had a few too many beers, they don't like it. Or you've got to get a bus and they could refuse you. Or that's a bit of a nightmare. Or the buses are full. Or they stop running at midnight. Or you phone a taxi or an Uber and that costs you an arm and a leg and you've got to, in your drunken state, somehow manage to tell the driver where you are and where you're going to. That's always a little bit tricky. Or, in the future, with your driverless car, you go to your phone or you go to your, your Apple Watch or whatever other device you're using and you go, Car! Come and collect me. And the car knows where you are because you've got GPS, right? So you're stood by Concert Square or somewhere like that in Liverpool, you know, lingering outside the Liverpool Arms by James Street, right? And 15 minutes later, your car, all by itself, pulls up right outside the pub. The door opens, lets you into the back seat. You stumble in drunkenly. The door shuts behind you because future cars will have doors that open and shut automatically and they'll, they'll know it's you. It'll recognise you so it won't let strangers in, right? You'll get in and you'll go, car, take me home. And your car will take you home. It'll just drive you home. You could even, on your way home, go, car, take me to Mackie's drive-thru and order me a wrap of the day don't forget the fries that's the future we're looking for now that is a proper use of artificial intelligence right and if it can tuck you into bed at the same time absolute winner sorted I love this time of year, going around supermarkets and, and food shops, Christmas markets and places like that, because the food's incredible. And I'm such a foodie, I properly love it. And this time of year, it's a little bit more luxurious. It's a little bit, 
you know, it's just a little bit more, isn't it? And, I, and I'm really into that. I really like that. There's nothing quite like a cheese board, you know, on a, on a cold winter's night to make you really happy. Some nice crackers, maybe some Melbourne toast, a bit of chutney, you know, that sort of thing. But got me thinking again. I've been doing a lot of thinking lately. You'll have noticed that this week. My head's been in a proper thinking space, right? What, why is it we only eat certain foods at certain times a year? I absolutely love a mince pie, but why don't we eat them in the summer? Why don't we have pigs in blankets in June? Probably because it's hot and the pig would sweat. Oh, now I'm gone. Oh, can I remove that idea out of my head? I don't want a sweaty pig in a blanket because that's just made me feel a little bit nauseous. But you know what I mean, right? There's there's incredible, there's like fruitcakes and certain cheeses and I was going to say mulled wine. You can keep mulled wine. I'm not a fan of mulled wine. It tastes like paint stripper. Not that I would know what paint stripper tastes like. I'm not in a habit of drinking paint stripper. But if I was to drink paint stripper, I imagine it would taste like mulled wine, right? So aside from that, you know, Putting, right, is a, a thing that you do, right, at Christmas, right, when you do your turkey, your Christmas day turkey, you put bacon on the top, you lattice it, crisscross it, right, but you don't do that at any other time of year, do you? Why not? Well, you might, I've got, do you know what, there's going to be some of you out there that go, I absolutely do that, yeah? Why can you only buy goose fat at Christmas? I don't see it anywhere, tons of the stuff at Christmas, probably because they called all the, uh, killed all the grease, uh, Killed all the Greeks? Who killed all the Greeks? Where did that come from? Now they killed all the geese for Christmas. Hence why you've got a lot of goose fat. Well, that makes sense now, doesn't it, really? Right. But all the stuff, yeah. So I'm saying let's have a bit of a food levelling out. Right. We're very popular at this at the moment, aren't we? We're, we're, we're all into this. Let's level the playing field. Let's have a quality. Let's have food equality across the board. So... At every month of the year, you can have a pig in a blanket and a stuffing ball and a mince pie and a bit of Christmas pudding. We'll just call it pudding. We'll just call it fruity pudding. Yeah. And now actually, no thinking about that now, because you know what that's going to end up doing? It's going to end up ruining Christmas because that's what Christmas is all about, isn't it? Christmas is all about those special times and those special moments and those those treats it shouldn't be about year-round indulgence it shouldn't be about making it ordinary and mundane we need to keep some stuff special so do you know what completely ignore what i just said let's keep it at christmas Now, as we come to the end, you might have noticed that today's episode has arrived one day late. Why is that, you ask? Well, Wednesday is going to be the new day for Wolfstag to come out. Um, for totally selfish reasons, to be honest with you, I wasn't giving myself enough time to do it all. So, Wednesdays are going to be your day going forward. 6am as always for you early birds, and I know there's some of you out there. Um, whether you listen to it at 6 o'clock, I don't know. Um, but, as always, guys, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please give me a like, a rating, a 
a thumbs up, a friendly wave, a sideways glance from a passing car, um, or whatever your podcast provider does for you in terms of that. Um, it's all always appreciated, and it means that I can keep doing this incessant nonsense that I speak. Um, I do enjoy it. I hope you do. So yeah, uh, give us a liking, a rating, a subscription, a subscription to what Pudding of the Month Club, you know, Knitting Magazine Weekly. Subscribe is what you want to do. And with that, I'd best shut up, hadn't I? I'll see you all next week. Ta-ta! Thank you for listening to the Wolfstag Podcast. I've been your host, Mike Jones. Production and editing has been by me, Mike Jones. The music you've been listening to is One Shot by Soundroll. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please do like, rate, leave a comment. It really does help. So tell your friends as well. This has been a Wolfstag production for the Acast Creator Network.